Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, it's us. You're listening to Sex with Charlie and Nina again. It's season three, episode six. It is. And today we were joined by the absolutely gorgeous and smart B-Ducks. Yeah. How adorable was B-Ducks? Ugh. She's a dreamboat. She's a bloody dreamboat. Yeah. Um, but before we start, just quickly, quick word from our sponsors. Yeah. Not really. It's us just saying <laughs> Talking about it. We're sponsored actually by Bang Boom Creative, who is the only creative company you will need. Yes, throw all your money at him. Yeah, because you need that. So he does our photo. He does our photos. He makes the intro for our YouTube. Yeah, and if you didn't know, we do have a YouTube channel. Um, we have, which now you can watch all the videos on, can't you? Yeah, watch all the videos of the episodes. They're all recorded. They're all there for everyone to listen to. Um, but if you do want to support the podcast financially, then all we ask. It's £3 a month. For £3 a month, you can buy us one coffee to share. Yeah, one set of eyelashes that we can wear one eyelash each. <laughs> it's, it's not much, is it? No, we know it's hard times for everyone. Yeah. Um, so we're just keeping it simple. And if you can afford to throw us the money and you enjoy our content then we're at patreon forward slash sex with charlie and nina all the links are at on our website yeah which is www.charlieandnina.com yeah um and if you want to support us in other ways you can share our posts on instagram and facebook yeah. twitter and twitter um you can like and review podcast oh yeah do that channels yeah um recommend us to your friends and your family yeah enjoy the episode bye she's dog mum to the cutest pup on the internet she's girlfriend to the cutest pip on the internet Content creator, absolute rocket, and the best thing to happen to the BBC in absolute years, it's B. Hello, B. Oh, my God. That is the <laughs> best intro I've ever had to anything. My smile. Oh, my God. <laughs> people love an intro, don't they? I think I might just start introducing people like that in real life, yeah. in normal situations. What would your intro maybe? Here we fucking go. <laughs> Sorry about her. <laughs> Be sure. Oh my god! Brilliant. Oh yeah. Oh god. How was your week? Oh, my so I've just been in um in Wales for the week with Pip. Um, we went for a little week away because it was his birthday on the third of August. Um, so we went and um 
and just ran away to Wales for a week and it was absolutely lovely. But this heat, man, it's not good. I don't enjoy it. Pip's not that much of a fan of it being hot. Loves the sun, loves to, um, he's the type of guy that will whap his shirt off and be walking in the sun to get a nice tan through all the hair. But uh, Finley has like, he's got like a short face, so he can't deal with the heat. So we were just like in lovely Wales, just kind of cooped up in a cottage until sundown. Oh, no. It did look beautiful though. I was looking at the pictures and it did look absolutely idyllic. Yeah, it's lush there. I love Wales. I want to visit more often. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so close as well, isn't it? I don't know why we don't go to Wales. There's loads of places in the UK. Yeah. yeah like uh, <laughs> like nice little scenic little spots yeah. that you can just get away. There are, it's proper lush. It's proper lush. I mean it is like it feels like it's really close, but it is still a lot of places in Wales are like a six hour drive away. Like where we went was four hours. And I've I've just passed my driving test. Oh, so I've been like, I'll drive us next time. <laughs> he's he's not he's not very keen on me um <laughs> I don't think. He's a little a little bit of a simp really, because he's like, I just want you to be safe and drive safely on the roads and I'm like, oh. right, just let me get out there, have a good time. And he's um he's being he's being a bit a bit more dad than daddy at the moment. <laughs> quite sweet just want you to be safe all right then oh bless him he's a good boy yeah he's been on like three different speed awareness courses though so he's kind of chatting out of his ass of it oh well 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 that's the thing once you've got your confidence on the road suddenly all the rules go out the window and you just think oh you know i'm excited for that yeah and i'm being kind of like spoiled a little bit because my friend jane who's um little boy i help co-parent She's like filling up her vape while she's driving. She's just like, we're having a full conversation. She's not even looking at the road. And I'm just like, Jane, please look where we're going. This is very scary. But she'll just instinctively move out of the way of things. It's mad. It's the confidence I need. A little boy that you co-parent, did you say? Yeah. So we've got a little boy called Harley. His um, mum and dad's still together, living in a very happy little family unit. Um, but dad does work a lot. So from when he was born, I've kind of been like, mummy number two which is quite sweet and he 100% is now at the age where he knows he can use that to his advantage he'll like come up to me in front of Jane and go mummy um I really <laughs> like some sweets and I'm just looking at Jane like have you already told him no <laughs> she's like yeah I have but he oh, knows, that's, he knows. that's so nice as well to have someone like because I know that I'm in a very privileged position having Charlie because yeah. we help with each other's kids. I mean, yours are older now, so not so much. But, like, I feel very lucky to have someone that you can share that with. Because yeah. it's, it's so tricky. Like, even as a two-parent family, it's hard to do everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, it is massively. We've, um, we've got another little one on the way as well. She's coming up to eight months now, and we're going to have a little girl. Yeah. It, it, feels, it feels weird saying, like, we. Like, we're pregnant. Yeah but like he's he's that little boy is oh he's like my mum thinks of him as her grandson and it's all very it's a lovely little blended family which is nice oh, yeah so, yeah and they're now cool. at the minute so if you hear any um like theme songs for really annoying kid shows that's <laughs> what's happening i think normalize this blended family business because it always used to be that way like you know, people did used to live 
in really small like little groups didn't they you'd have like your grandparents living with you and things like that and yeah it's just not like that anymore yeah and I just think like if like a child is just getting loved by more people what is everyone's judgment on it yeah like what what's your problem like that kid is getting loved by everyone and that's Mm -hmm. you can have as many people love you as, as you want there's not like a limit Absolutely. That's the whole argument for um, single parent families and same sex parents. Like it's as long as the kids get in love, what's the issue? As long as they're being raised in a in a polite and kind environment, who gives a fuck? Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I don't know why people get on their high horse about it. Like I know more people from like a male and female parented family that have suffered childhood trauma than I do people that have had same-sex parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why? I don't, it's so mad, isn't it, that people have an opinion on it? You just think, fuck off. You do. You do think fuck off, actually. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and we tell them fuck like, off as well. <laughs> all the, like, extra hurdles that, like, adoptive parents have to go through, like, they have, they've got several stages of finding out if they're ready or not to be parents, whereas people that are in male-female relationships can get pregnant by accident and then find out three years in, oh, actually, I'm not cut out for this. Yeah, sure. that's what surprised me, that they, they I had a baby and then they just let me walk out with a baby, like, no questions asked. I could be anyone. Yeah. <gasps> oh, nice. and I, that's what I was shocked about as well. Like, I was 20 when I had Oscar and I was just like, oh, my God, like, you're just letting me just have this baby I'm 20 years old <laughs> you had. but yeah you go through more to adopt like a dog don't you like they're checking yeah. out and all sorts of shit but with a baby they're just like see you later <laughs> enjoy have fun yeah, yeah like, so adopting Finley I think I sent like a 10 minute video of me walking through the house and then going through the backyard and being like and this is the back and then if I walk up this hill the beach is right there and this is where he will sleep and I'm going to get a step so he can step into the like I I sent like such a long video to be like please let me have this dog and even still like there was a few dogs before Finley that I couldn't adopt because I didn't have a flat big enough or because I was too too short and too small and they were a big rottweiler and like I've, I've rescued Rottweilers my entire life. Don't come at me and tell me that I'm too small, yeah. okay? I'm not. Well, it's mad considering you can go out and buy irresponsibly from like a puppy farm if you if you really wanted yeah. to. You could just walk out and buy whatever dog you wanted and then bring it back. No one knows anything. You could literally keep it in a cage for the rest of its life. No one's going to know. But like yep. they're going, no, sorry, can't have a big dog, or no, sorry. The climate is not correct for a chihuahua. Yeah. You just think, well done. let me love these animals. <laughs> I know. If I could adopt them all, I would. I've had to be held back by Pip and Jane a few times because I've just been like, look at this dog that needs a home. And they're just like, no, we have enough now, actually. This is enough. Is, there, okay. is, it, is it ever enough? No, it's not. Because <laughs> no. they siblings. Yeah, my ultimate dream is buy a farm on a big bit of land, just loads of dogs and animals, and just look after There's them. There's a few people whose dream this is. Maybe we should all club together, share the dream, get a I'm massive fight. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Get one of those manor houses. Yeah. Yes. Whenever Harley's dad isn't here, there's only like, there's a livery yard over the road and there's only like women that work there. And so when I come over, we're all just like doing all the DIY and getting on with stuff. And it's like living in a big female commune. It's crying. It's the dream. That's the dream. Yeah. Just no men. Well, well, I mean, we'll have some dotted around just for eye candy. I wouldn't mind like a like a, a farm hand that wore Levi jeans and no top all the time. Oh, Ooh, yeah. With like one yeah. of those pitchforks and all he's doing is just sweating and just... Yes. Hey. We're wearing we that. can like roll a candle <laughs> at him. Like yeah. crack it open. Like. <laughs> yeah. The communal man. What, <laughs> got it like properly made with Pip because the last time I was here for about two weeks Pip's like perfect idea of an evening was to come over cook us lasagna eat a little bit and then left and that was just like this is how all men should act they should come over cook clean up after themselves and then go home it was fucking hell do you want to do a timeshare mate when they leave it's (laughs) like yeah great I know I love it like we live he lives yeah. in six and I live over the river. We've got no intention of living together because no. Ruined just no. fantasy, didn't it? Yeah. It's Let's hard to miss to each other. People, isn't it? It's hard to mm-hmm. live with people. It's different when you're like in each other's pockets all the time. And if you're the kind of person that likes their own space, yeah. Then you know. Yeah. I want a chance to miss someone as well. Yeah, that's the thing about them leaving. They yeah. leave when you're having a nice time. So yeah. then you don't think, can you fuck off now? I hate it yes. when they say they're welcome. Yes. So I want to be like, don't leave me. And then just be like, thank God they've left. I'll see them. <laughs> yeah, as soon as that door's closed. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, like every partner I've had, he's like the first partner that I've been in a relationship with and not moved in with within a month so and it's that was all on him he was very much like I feel like you've got to get your own place and have your own space and then we'll see and it's totally backfired on him because now I'm like we are never living together you're not allowed <laughs> to stay too long I'm gonna come to you and then leave which you know it's worked quite well <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I'm all again the dream it just works doesn't it it just works yeah. with my farm dream because then they can they could have like a granny annex, couldn't they? Away from the main building. We don't want them in the main building. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah. That'd be so good. We can get them on those little like Wendy houses and just put it <laughs> back. Yeah, just a few yeah. men just like milling about in this like house. Yeah. yeah. Then they just come yeah, to our cookers lasagna and move some hay around and look sexy. Yeah. Yes. Dream of men. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's hot enough already in here. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I just want to quickly ask you about your most recent endeavor with the BBC. What's happened there? Oh, I honestly, it's still very much there. They've let me in, and I don't think they've realized that I'm not the person that they (laughs) no backseats. (laughs) (laughs) I've got like my little uh, lanyard now that I can like beep in and out and I'm just like I've I've never given this back now this is I I live here and I work here now thank you very much but yeah um it was it was part of a 
I was approached by Facebook years ago to be like part of a diversity program because I'm a little I'm a little queer and uh through them I got an email saying oh the BBC are offering four people a a creator residency for six months and I sort of applied to it thinking there's no way because I've not been involved in anything like this before there's people that have been on like six month courses with the diversity program that are doing it um and they apparently just loved the little video I sent in being like I'm a I'm a queer sex worker from Lancashire. Give me money. And, uh, <laughs> Works every <yeah>. time. <laughs> every time. Love it. But yeah, and then I had a um, a second interview with them, just like kind of talking about if I was to make a TV show, what ideas do I have? What show would I kind of want to make? Um, and they were apparently very impressed with how I had fully formed ideas and was like and this is the camera angle that I want to start with and the character needs to be like this and yeah I sort of accidentally came to them with a fully fledged show so I think I was just an easy pick really yeah nothing about me it was that they don't have to put much work (laughs) with me do you well I think what shocked me was because you are um like a sexy content creator I thought the BBC a very like no sex please we're British aren't they um in general yeah so to take on someone who makes spicy content I thought bloody hell things must be changing yeah I do think that it's a very much things are changing slowly but we're getting there and there have been so many more shows that have included sex workers in and not having them be a criminal or a murder victim, which is <laughs> it's, it's been lovely to see myself on screen and not feel sad immediately, which is great. And one of like the best shows ever, in my opinion, was um, Secret Diary of a Call Girl. And there's just been nothing like that since. Yeah. So uh, I think it kind of appealed to them to have a show that calls back to something that was such a massive success but isn't quite the same as a bit of a modern twist on it because some parts of that show have not aged well. But there we go. But yeah, it was it was shocking that in, in all like the press things they were saying queer sex worker from Lancashire. Like I've I've kind of made the BBC be associated with sex work, and I yeah. love it. Well, yes. it's a good thing, I think. Yeah, you're definitely the pioneer of that, aren't you? So that's like great for you. I mean, it feels good. I've had a lot of messages being like, this is amazing and you're opening doors and I just kind of feel like I've accidentally stuck my head in a room and gone, can I just, can I just have all your attention for a moment and also your money and also I'm going to leave the door open so that more sex workers can come through. Yeah, well it's important to be represented and when you see someone that you identify with on TV, you think, oh my God, well I can do that then as well yeah. and that is yeah. so important especially for like people of color and things like that you know and like lgbtq community there's for a long time there was just nothing like that you can't you just didn't see people that were diverse on the bbc or anywhere really not at all and people that were like they were black tv shows and if there was a gay couple in the tv show it's a gay show so yeah. that's 
it only appeals to those people whereas there's so much more coming out now where there just happens to be a character who's a stripper and i think movies like um hustlers with jennifer lopez that's done like such a massive thing because people are going oh strippers can be cool and very clever and it's just it's lovely seeing that come through as well yeah. i like it i'm excited to be part of um I, I don't want to say movement but i'm excited to be at the at the head of this um the ship <laughs> taking sex work to the mainstream in a positive way yeah definitely we just think like how far things come in like a short space of time like 10 years for example, if you just think like 10 years time, people are going to look back and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, B-Ducks, she was the one. There's going to be like a statue unveiled of you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Oh, stop it. I'll get a big head. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it is. It's very much still. I'm like teetering on imposter syndrome. Like I'm trying to constantly like, no, I deserve to be here and I'm doing this for this reason. And there's a little part of me going, yeah, but they've accidentally chosen you instead of someone else. Wait until <laughs> they find out, get kicked out. Oh, my God. Keep your little head down. <laughs> That's what we do, don't we? Keep your head down. No one's going to notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just hope well, that that's how everyone else feels as well. Yeah. So they're busy thinking yeah. about how they shouldn't be there. They don't notice that you shouldn't be there. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we look at things. Well, actually, I should congratulate you on uh, joining the Distraction Pieces Network. Thank you. Incredible. I believe it, could so hard to uh, keep your head down and not get noticed when you're part of the biggest network in the UK. I know. Well, we think, like, there's been a terrible mistake here. If we just don't <laughs> in the group message, just keep, keep your head down. Just yeah. no one noticed. <laughs> they won't realise that we're here. We've crept in. Yeah, I know, and they keep like people keep saying stuff to us, and we we don't know what that what it means. Like, <laughs> oh, can we just have a look at your setup? And we're like, yeah, sure. What do you want? Our email address. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you've got to fake it till you make it. So we're like, yeah, we know everything. We know what yeah. you're talking about. Oh, we are entirely faking it, aren't we? Yeah. Oh God, massively. <laughs> but it was really nice, and actually, like. When we heard our advert over um, one of the episodes already, um, we didn't realise, but we're the, the first ready-made podcast that has been asked to join the network because everyone sort of started there and then got their podcast, but they obviously liked the flavour. And so mm-hmm. they had, we'll, take, we'll have a bit of that. Yeah. I can't believe it though. Everyone needs a bit of it, don't they? Everyone yeah. needs a bit of sex in their life. Yes. I was very excited when Pip said that you were joining. I was like, yes. Oh, Sounds amazing. I love them. <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> very, cool. very, very pleased for you. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Well, I mean, we could talk about ourselves all day, but. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to carry on. And we're gonna... <laughs> this is no exception. <laughs> We do have some questions to ask you. We're all here to find out the answers to these questions, B. I'm ready. So we're going to start. What is your most embarrassing sex moment? Right, I was trying to think of a time where I was, like, really embarrassed. But I feel like every moment I've had that I've been embarrassed in the moment, I now laugh at, or it was, like, a learning moment. Like, I used yeah. to find, like, quite 
so embarrassing and I'd be like oh no oh just get away from me and now it makes me laugh if it happens I think it's that whole it was connected with if 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 that's making a farting noise that means there's air in there and that means that I'm loose enough to let air in and just that whole thing of you're supposed to be tight and not turned on at all and it's supposed to be good for them and it's just now it's just that's a funny noise and farts are always funny (laughs) farts will always be funny and queefs are just even funnier it's a nice little hilarity respite in the middle of all the pattern yeah someone Um, mentioned queefs before actually on the podcast and said that it's a compliment is it i like that compliment yeah so if you queef it's like because you know you're turned on and and only something like big can like create that sort of suction <laughs> <Wasn't it? laughs> I can't yeah. remember that. yeah you know I suppose like you know how they say like burping is a compliment to the food like, <laughs> yeah. queef is a compliment to the sex very very yeah. true and they're not going to um, stop are they like I've, I've never encountered anyone who has said like oh I queefed and then they wouldn't have sex with me they wouldn't carry on so I just think I just don't like well, the word grief. I think that's my only issue with it. Yes, like, I don't like fine, that. But less comfortable like word grief. <laughs> Although I, to be fair, right, I did my so as we're in this conversation, a time has just come back into my memory that I think I might have blocked out before now, um, because I remember being at a party and like meeting this guy and we're like really getting on and it was like after everyone. Had, I right okay spoiler I thought everyone had gone home and me and him were in his bedroom getting it on and I queefed and I heard laughter from the same room and he just like stopped and like two of his friends had snuck in and well first of all very weird they'd snuck in and were watching creepy as fuck but like they'd started laughing which then made him laugh and then I was just kind of traumatized like (gasps) oh my god I just queefed and his friends are watching us have sex this is this is this is not okay oh no what do I do this is so embarrassing and also disgusting and I think the back of my mind I completely blacked that out oh my god that is, <laughs> that is fucking awful it is a bit isn't it yeah like lurking in the darkness yeah that started as a funny story and now I think I should probably speak to a therapist about it yeah that's a lot a lot of our stories are like that we're like oh, i've got this funny story and as it goes on you just think oh that's not funny actually that's quite yeah. sad <laughs> me, honestly me and my mum do that all the time me and my mum will be like oh do you remember when this happened and by the end of the story we'll be like that wasn't all right yeah oh, no. <laughs> most of my childhood ends in are you all right <laughs> you okay oh god yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like a joke um, at the time because you have to make it into a joke because otherwise you just crumble. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't laugh about it, you're crying about it. Yeah. Yeah. You go home and you cry in private. In front of yeah. people. Fucking hell. Or like, yeah, you just block it out of your memory. Yeah. Whatever happened. That's been happening a lot lately. Like I've, I've, I think I've reached a stage in my life where I'm a bit chill. I've moved by the sea and... I'm like living a really nice calm life so now my brain's gone she can handle this now and it's just throwing flashbacks at me and every other week I'm, I'm messaging Pip saying I've just had I've just I've just had a flashback of something really fucking horrible that happened 
I don't know where it's come from, but it, it's definitely a memory. Isn't it weird? Our brains just like block stuff out and then go, you can handle it now. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it does. It just yeah. like puts it away. They're like, no, not, not today. She can't deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> not this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not today, Satan. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My whole childhood, like I, if anyone talks about their childhood, I've blocked my whole childhood, yeah. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So even if, even the good stuff. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. no. And the moment anyone mentions it, I'm like, I don't know. It's gone. It's completely gone. But yeah, every now and then, something will just yeah. be like, yeah. Like it's yeah. horrid, isn't it? I have like random pinpoints of, of like big memories, but the rest is just very blurry like when I was younger I gave my mum a nosebleed twice in one week because one time I punched her in the face and then later on the week we went swimming and I jumped in the water and kicked her in the face and then that like that, that's the memory I have of being that age there's nothing else it's which so makes it <laughs> stuff, stuff happened then stuff <laughs> has happened to you <laughs> oh no oh trauma <laughs> okay let's move on from the trauma yeah. <laughs> even though even though the next question is about trauma <laughs> and it is trauma is funny yeah um, it is if you laugh at it it is it is I can't help but love it we did the same thing when we first started the two girls one shop podcast we were like oh yeah we've got loads of funny stories from the sex shop but when we started telling them we were talking about them it was that realisation like this isn't funny this is not funny. What someone's walked in and wanked <laughs> on my leg. It's like that's oh, sexual assault. That's <laughs> not yeah. a nice story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I worked down summers when I was 19, and there were the stuff that happened in there that at the time was like, what a weirdo. It's not like, what a criminal. We should yeah. have please. <laughs> well, you're just like, oh, God, another man has wanked on me whilst I'm like giving him a receipt. Yeah. And we are just kind of taught, I mean, to go all feminist, we are just taught as women that boys will be boys, let them do whatever they want. We've just got to accept it, move on, don't make a big deal. When yeah. in actuality, a lot of us have been through assault and very traumatising things and we've just not realised. Yeah, yeah, because it's not called assault, is it, when it happens to us? No. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Or it's not assault yeah. when you're in a relationship. It <laughs> <laughs> will. Spicy memories. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Where is the weirdest place you've had sex? I don't know. Is the answer to this question? I think maybe. Um, I mean, maybe uh, again, it was another house party. This isn't good, is it? Another house party, probably in the toilet of the house party, and then coming out and being congratulated. That was very weird. I didn't enjoy that. Um, <laughs> give you like a smash and a scepter. Right. Great performance. I feel like I've had I've had fairly regular sexual encounters and like in bedrooms and bathrooms, which is now quite weird actually. Is a bathroom a weird place to have sex? Yeah, I think so. Anywhere that's not a bed, I think, is a weird place to have sex. Because, like, it just is taken for granted that you just do it in a bed, don't you? Now that you're, like, adults. Yeah. Yeah, and unless you're, like, a voyeur 
yeah. type person then I guess yeah anywhere that isn't a bed is like a little bit yeah I mean I have like a there was I've forgotten what the film is but there's a movie really really old where the guy's fucking the girl against a window in a really tall building and I ended up watching that when I was very young so now I have a thing for windows I don't know what it is I mean I don't know what it is I know what it is is. it's watching that when I was way too young and now I'm like look at me have sex everybody but I'm really into windows so the past few hotels that um I've stayed in it's, it was with Hip. I can't lie. We've been together for too long for me to be like, in a past relationship. No, it was with Hip. <laughs> <laughs> We've booked hotels that are like very high up. It's very big windows because I I just really enjoy it. Yeah, I just really yeah. like it. If someone happens to look and sees me, I'm like, mm, oh, I'm just enjoying oh, myself. Only mate. Only mate. <laughs> I should I get like a little plaque right. with my handle. It's not a weird place to have sex, but I would say that that was quite like adventurous. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe like on um, this one guy had, he lived with his friends and it was like an open plan house, like an old converted barn. So you go up the stairs and then the banister in the living room is above like the kitchen and another living room. And we did have sex against that banister, but no one was in. But if someone was in, I guess. Each other weren't waiting around in the background. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of my things that are more weird are actually just more risky. Maybe that's what I'm into. Maybe I'm finding out right now that uh, I'm into danger things. Maybe I am. Thanks, guys. You've helped me. (laughs) You're welcome. I work here with (laughs) them. Who was your first celebrity crush? Right. Okay. This one, I don't, I don't understand. It was when I was really young and it's the original Artful Dodger from Oliver Twist. There's just something (laughs) I know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just remember being really young and being like, I just really want to hold his hand and run around the streets and steal from people with him and have like a mucky face. And, and yeah, I just, I really. Street urchin. Yeah, I wanted to be. I wanted to. Maybe I saw parts of me in him. I don't know. I'm gonna. And now he's very charismatic. I think that's what it is. It's and now, uh, growing older, I'm a pansexual human, and I think it was just his personality really hit something in my tummy where I was like, "Oh, he's a bit cheeky, isn't he? Oh, he's a bit nice." And then I feel like there's the the very obvious the cast of the Mummy because young Brendan Fraser and that entire cast. I feel like that's an answer for everybody. Like that awoke something in all of us, I believe. Yeah. Oh my God. In like sand colored trousers and yeah. Rachel Weiss as well. When she's dressed up in the Egyptian. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. I've forgotten all about him. Wasn't he so fucking dreamy? Mm hmm. Even him as George of the Jungle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the bits. I've actually just got up the picture of the Artful Dodger. Um, and for the sake of this conversation, I'm not going to uh, really show him off because he is nine years old. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think we should be thinking about having Well, yes. Him. I mean, we're not, yeah. We're talking about, you know, when you're a kid. Yeah. And but you then, like other kids. I don't think that's nonsense, is it? 
because I had a boyfriend when I was five who was also five. So well, there you go then. You know, oh, I said, so, right. That's what boasting. <laughs> well, you know, look out. Yeah. Oh, okay, then. Well, we can stick with them on me because they're all adults. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in, 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 in the interest of sexualizing people, I think we should just go with an adult. <laughs> yeah, we should just sexualize the adults. <laughs> Not grubby little nine year old street urchin. <laughs> Maybe that's your. But look. Oh I mean, it's God. dangerous. It does. It, it fits. It fits with the... Uh... I mean, it does a bit. could catch anything. Christ. Oh, God, yeah. Oh. was um, Richard Fairbrass from Right to Fred. Mm. Which makes me feel a bit weird, considering yours was a nine-year-old artful dodger and mine was a strapping, bald-headed gay man. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you fancied Right to Fred? I, I don't know. I... I remember it was the first time I ever had seen like a man and thought, oh, okay. Well, I fancy men, I think. When was <laughs> it? Well, the song's very sexy. It was just him. Like a little string vest and like leather pants. Fucking have a day off, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe a string vest and leather pants. Oh yeah. I mean, my tastes have not changed. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god, look <laughs> this, it's this. Can you see him? Oh damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can get on board. Was that his brother? Yeah, I think so. They're brothers, aren't they? Were they brothers? Were they companions? <laughs> they were very similar to each other. They were very yeah. good friends. Yeah. Oh, I wonder when that so I'm too sexy was released in 2000. No, no, no way. Don't lie, don't lie to me, Google, That's mugging right. me off on my own podcast. <laughs> Look, 1992. How old was I in 1992? Five. Okay, five. So, yeah, that's wrong. Well, I feel worse. I wish it was a nine-year-old artful dodger now. From a very, very young age, and I mean very young, my crush, where I was like, oh, my god over a man was um sean bain and sharp so i was very oh young gosh. as well yeah I fucking proper no. fancy sean bain proper i still fancy sean bain oh yeah still fancy sean bain. i can't see accent oh, it feels too much like old. listening to a family member oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the accents yeah. not do it for you Scottish accents, yes. I used to love Irish accents, and then one of my best friends was cheated on by an Irish guy. So now I can't, I can't hear it without being like you. Bastard. <laughs> and uh, yeah, at the minute, yeah, Scottish, Scottish is doing it for me at the moment. Yeah, and also Essex, Pip, love you. Essex is my favourite. Yeah, because of us, obviously, it's nothing to do with you, yeah. Pip. Grip. Well, yeah, <laughs> you guys and uh, my partner, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll let him come in close second. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay. <laughs> yeah, accents don't really do it for me, I've got to say. Oh, I like accents. Yeah, I don't yeah. like to do too much work. I just want to know what you're saying. <laughs> I love an accent because I hate the Essex accent and I've been out with so many guys that are from Essex and I can't fucking bear it. I cannot bear it. If someone's got a little bit of flavour about it, then I'm all over it. A little bit of sauce. Ooh, have you got a favourite? Like a Spanish or an Italian, if you're saying saucy. Mm -hmm. Have I got a favourite? I don't know. I don't know if I've got a favourite. I do like Scottish. I like Russian. I've been out with someone from Sheffield. I like that. Okay, interesting. I like Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Who went from Russia? I went out with someone that was Ukrainian. Oh, that was sexy. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, all of them. All the accents. I feel like well. I was like sleeping with a James Bond villain if I dated someone Russian. Yeah, well, that was the whole deal, wasn't it? Ooh. Gangster. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do your clothes off. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like just like pull a gun out from somewhere and oh, I'm so sorry. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't mind that actually thinking about it, but I don't. I mean, an everyday conversation would do my head in. But if it's just a get your clothes off. Oh, yeah. I don't have conversations with men anyway. Just clear that up. <laughs> These are the things you can use. <laughs> Oh, I had a French guy once come into the shop when we were working in the shop and um, he wanted to get something sexy to take home to his girlfriend and he was so hot, but just like in like a nice suit, but he was really like shy and and he had the um, French accent and what he picked out was like a pair of pyjamas, but like little shorts and he was like, oh, this is really sexy, you know? So he wasn't even into like the sexy, sexy stuff. He just found yeah. like a nice okay. little cotton like yeah. pajama set, and I just thought, "Fucking hell, mate! Yeah. Why is that hot?" It just what? is French women for me. Oh. Yeah, that that accent on a woman. I yeah. what I loved when I've been to France before is like the women have absolutely no time for the men. They're just like. <laughs> get away from me. I'm enjoying a coffee and a cigarette and I'm looking yeah. beautiful. They will not entertain French men at all. And I love that vibe. And they can sit there and smoke and look sexy. Whereas if you're British and you're smoking, it's disgusting. <laughs> Isn't it? It is though. It looks so bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm. If you're French and at a cafe and you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're sexy. Okay, so we're going to have to get a farm in France. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. 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 
like it. I'm there. I'm there already. Um, what's your go-to sex song? I feel like everybody's is Nine Inch Nails. I feel like that's just a. I want to disappoint you. <laughs> that that's just version of that song is what that everyone's fucking to. <laughs> It's Pub Fair by B-Docs and it'll be on SoundCloud this weekend. <laughs> Great. But I tell you what, nothing beats Go by Delilah for masturbation. My God, I that song is just, I just put it in my headphones and I lay back and I've got like a wand or a vibrator or whatever. Usually a glass toy, love glass. Glass toys are the best. Just that song, there's something about it that just makes you go... <gasps> oh my God, my entire body is listening to this song right now and I'm going to come at the same time. so interesting that you have like a masturbation song because yeah. I wouldn't think, I wouldn't even consider putting music on to have a wank. Do it. I don't have time. No, I'm like, <laughs> get this done. We're yeah, on a tight schedule here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> quick, just zzz, done. Can't make no. Maybe we should, yeah. Maybe we should yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. Like, make it more of, a, like, a... Light some candles. Yeah, like a little bit of, like, devotion to time to yourself. Mm. Make it a whole big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I didn't even consider. I didn't even consider Have it. Have a late night shower. Moisturise everything. And then when you're feeling all, mm, maybe you like, change your bed sheets so you're on fresh sheets. Oh. Fresh your shaved legs. Beyonce Haunted is also another good one. Oh, yeah, I love that one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I just want to go and have a wank now. I'm just thinking about those songs being, like, really good. Yeah, they're not very, like, they're not, I don't think they're very good, like, sex songs, but for solo, yeah, very good. Oh, yeah. God, I love the idea of a of, of wank song. Do you have a yes. playlist? I don't. I, I, I have at times, but I don't have one now. And I, I'm still, like... Me and Pip regularly laugh about Stu, just not knowing about sex playlists. It just, oh, just the thought of him just like in complete silence or putting a record on, just it just makes me laugh so much. Yeah, oh, that's that is pretty much every interaction we have with Pip is us talking about Stu having sex in silence because <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I'll never get over it. I don't think. He'll never get over us talking about it either. No. Well, we spoke to Carol. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. interviewed Carol. Um, and she tells a completely different story. So, you know. Is that so? That episode. Go mm-hmm. and listen to it. Because, I mean, that woman was saying stuff that was turning me on. Yeah. Carol. I, Carol know. I know. I was so shocked. I was so shocked. And I just think, why has Stu got all the podcasts when Carol could just be like being sexy about the place? Yeah. Well, Carol's got her own now. She's doing a true crime yeah. podcast. Yeah. We listened to one of the episodes on the way to Wales. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we had her on. Because we thought, oh, let's let's have Carol on. We'll we'll test the waters, yeah, see Carol if we can get some info about Stu out there. She just opened <laughs> up and just freaking told us everything. And it was sexy. Oh, my days. I know. Oh, my days. I know. Carol. Carol, I know. I'm unsuspecting sweet, innocent Carol. Yeah. Sweet Carol is actually saucy Carol. Who knows? Yeah. Very yeah. much so. You I mean, if you think murder, it doesn't get more saucy than that. Mm. Very true. Very <laughs> true. 
Although I feel like Stu now needs to be fully interrogated in the most well, awkward way possible. That's the thing. As much as I don't want to know about Stu having sex, because it's one of those things that I like to think just doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> but now I'm a little bit like, I kind of do want to know. Mm. Oh, yeah, I mean, Carol was saying Stu's got an awful memory yeah. and that's the problem. But I don't know. I don't know if maybe he's just... You know, we should have like a round table sex with Charlie and Nina episode and we'll get Pip, Stu, Carol, me, you guys. It'll be great. Yeah. A full full round table. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, like a drunk cast. Yeah. I know. We're desperate to be on drunk cast. We we haven't been invited, but I feel we could just invite ourselves, I think. This year. This year. Yeah. I'll make it happen. I'll force it to happen. (laughs) <laughs> if it's the last thing I do <laughs> yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. yeah it's going to be good I'll sort um, yeah okay so this question is going to seem a bit I don't know if it's going to seem a bit redundant because you're content creator on um, OnlyFans so I'm guessing you've done some pretty kinky stuff yeah I, I that question's always a bit um in my own time, like, I mean, the very, very thing is, like, what I consider typical, like, things like tying up and gagging and things like that, that for me just feels quite, if you're going to experiment, those are the things you're going to do. Yeah. Whereas things like for work, I'm now on Fansly rather than OnlyFans. And oh, okay. Like, things like a 10 minute video that's just a close up of my nipples, of me just twitching my nipples or me oiling up my belly button and putting oil in there and then sticking my finger in the belly button to get all the oil out. Like there's things like that that are just very, very niche that I really enjoy doing because it doesn't take a lot of effort and it costs a lot of money for them. And I enjoy doing it. It's fun. Silly stuff that I wouldn't do otherwise. Yeah, kinks Mm. are so weird, aren't they? Like the more normal something is, I think the weirder it feels yeah. like you know when you hear kinks like oh I want to be pissed on you just think oh okay that's the thing but when someone's <laughs> like fill your belly button up with oil and scoop it out to me that just is like what are you getting from this yeah people will pay for anything if it's if you can think of it it is a kink already yeah, it's bad. yeah. any character from any tv show ever there's a kink for that it's oh, great the weirdest yeah. one I can think of well, we um, we spoke to someone once that said that people uh, want videos of her sitting on a beach ball. Okay, I was That's like, fairly... what? And, like she's getting like five hundred quid to like sit on a beach to, like, ball. Like crush it. Just to, like is she, ba- is she bouncing? Yeah, just like moving she... around and just yeah, just oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's like balloons and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I've so, I have uh, seen that sort of thing before, and I do like to every now and then when I hear something new, I like to have a little look into it and just see, yeah, see what's what. But when you don't have a sexual connection to something, I think it makes it like a little bit weird, weirder. Yeah, well, I suppose it's other people finding it weird that that turns them on even more yeah. because it is a bit of taboo. And it's How do you the, find out that you like to watch someone pouring oil into their belly button? I don't know. Because there's like, some people that triggered that. Because no, 
Yeah. I, you don't just wake up and go, do you know what would be really hot? It must yeah. start from like really young, like, like. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Not being able to leave your own belly button alone and then noticing belly buttons on other people and then imagining things going in them and then thinking <laughs> about belly button. And yeah, I mean, usually, I say usually, the, the men that I've had the belly button things with before, because there's been more than one, have been very small penis did did. Oh. Um, so I think they're imagining fucking a belly button and being able to fill it up. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, from the conversations I've had with them. Because I do like to chat, because so often there'll be these people that are like, really want to have their kinks filled, they're willing to pay for it, and then they'll find someone that will do like a custom content video or photo set, but then they don't want to talk about it, and it's a bit like, I'm going to take your money, but I don't want to talk about what's happening. Whereas it's, I find it a lot better for them and for me to kind of get into why they like it and have yeah. a conversation about it so that they feel a bit more um like a person and then they're more likely to come back and ask for more content which is nice yeah. but it's a lot easier for me creating it and doing the stuff if I know why they're into it yeah well you can tailor it to what yeah. they actually want because if you know that it's oh it's because they like to fill it up then that you can make something that recreates that moment. Yeah. And even adding in like the smaller sentences, like, oh, do you like when I do this? Knowing that that's going to be a button for them. Because yeah. then they're like, I loved when you said that. Whereas if you haven't really had that conversation with them and you don't know that that's a trigger point. Yeah. Then it's like, yeah, you did that bit, but you kind of skipped over it. And that's the bit that I really like. So could you do that again? What is the yeah. most strange request you've had? Sorry, this isn't part of the question now. I've just, I've gone <laughs> off. I, I think probably, probably the belly buttons. Although I had, um, I had a request for 40 images of the back of my shoulder, which was 40? For, exactly 40 images. And it was like a, like a pan of the back of it. They must have turned it into a video or something. I don't know. Done it themselves because the photo set's cheaper than a video. So they must have like put it together. I don't know. Their choice. <laughs> it's just, it's just odd stuff that's like, I don't understand how or why that's a fetish for you, but okay. A shoulder, cool, sweet. Yeah. Mm. But there are people out there that do a lot more, I 
adventurous stuff like the full rubber bodysuits and stuff like that I or like wrapping in cling film like I don't oh, yeah. I don't think I would be able to do that I don't know the idea of not being able to get out of the situation I'm okay relinquishing control as long as I know in the back of my head I can say stop at any time whereas imagine if you're like cling filmed up you can't physically get out well I bought as- some um cling film by Baco Foil I don't even care that I'm saying their name because they should be shamed about this and I know they generally make tin foil but they also make cling foil and it's cling film and it is the worst cling film I've ever fucking used in my life so you you'd have no worry if you tried to wrap yourself up in that because you could it literally just fall off you anyway excellent and what brand was that again yeah Baco Foil Baco Foil stick to tin foil Right. Why are you covering all of the market? You don't need to do cling film. Well, maybe it is. It's tin foil. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's made for people like me who need to get out of it quick. Yeah, maybe it is. I mean, if it is, they should change the branding on it. Well, no. Yeah. Because what if you're one of those people that don't like going into sex shops and buying like bondage tape and stuff? Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's like it's like massagers. Ah, yeah. 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 Well, they could like they could market it as as being the perfect wrap for the reluctant bondage participant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, we're doing them some pre advertising here, but honestly, saving fucking money. And it was expensive as well. Like you can buy little clean film and it works better. The ripper's not as good on on the little packet. You know, the little jaggedy. I never used that anyway. I can never no. get it to work, so I always just sort of go poke, poke, Especially poke. on film. I, I can't even tell you how many rolls of cling film I've just fucking dashed because I can't get, like, a big <laughs> bit of cling film out. Yeah. I'm all about reusing <laughs> plastic tubs anyway. Yeah, I am. I've got too girl. many of them. I don't think they'd fit in a tub. It's not very <laughs> useful for you. They could try. Yeah. I suppose try it, I mean, how many pieces you cut you into? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did have to do, um, it was after Killing Eve. There's a scene in Killing Eve where she um, unfolds herself from a suitcase. Oh, yeah. And I did have a request to get into a suitcase and zip it up. Um, and I have quite a, a deceptively large suitcase, so it was very easy for me to do. But that's, <laughs> a, that's a video that I was asked to do. That was really fun, actually. Was it easy? Yeah, that wasn't even that? naked. That was just, in some underwear, please, will you get into a suitcase? Although thinking about it, there's probably quite a nefarious reason for that why do you want a girl in a suitcase yeah are mm. you just seeing if a girl will fit in a suitcase did he ask for the dimensions of the suitcase <laughs> no <laughs> yeah I probably, I probably won't um i won't ask too much about that <laughs> yeah when, they, when yeah. they a request like that i think it is probably more sinister than it is sexy maybe just wanted a suitcase <laughs> recommendation Maybe. We did talk a lot about that Killing Eve episode, though, so I think that's what probably distracted me from asking about it. I was like, yeah, it's from Killing Eve. Joda Coma. Fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's okay. Maybe that. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. She's got one of those faces that's just, no matter what face she pulls or where she's looking or the direction, she's just, oh, my God, stunning. Yeah, she's really photogenic, isn't she? Yeah. Every time I see a picture of her doing anything, she's, and she nails that accent as well, doesn't she? And... Killing oh any. my god every accent i think mm-hmm. she's been on distraction pieces i think she? Yeah, she was. i think so 
Oh my god! Is that everyone on? Oh, we had like on twice. Honestly, that man is friends with everybody. If if I'm ever with friends and they mention in passing a celebrity, my instant reaction is to go, "Oh, Pitt's friends with them," and I <laughs> piss myself off doing it. So I'm just like, I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna be quiet now because no matter who you're talking about, my boyfriend's gonna know them. Yeah, but who the only person I really care that he's friends with is Brett Goldstein. Oh, lovely Brett. Oh, he's the loveliest man ever. Yeah, loveliest man. Everyone says it. Carol described him as a hunk the other day. (laughs) He is. He is a hunk, isn't he? He like if you if you ever get a hug from him, it's like being enveloped by like a really strong blanket. I just I don't. Pardon. He's hugged you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've had a hug from Brett Goldstein. Oh, God. oh my. <gasps> Next time film <gasps> it and I'll buy it off you on a fans <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Content. I think I turn into liquid. Like just or, or did you ever see the advert where everything turned into Skittles? Just burst and turned into yes. Skittles. I'd I'd be Skittles. <laughs> I wouldn't survive that. No, I fucking literally just disintegrate. I think. Do you film all your content yourself, or do you have helpers? Yes, yeah, so I do it. <laughs> Can mention little helpers, just yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I do it. I do it all myself. Yeah, I had um, a bit of a passion for photography before I started doing all of this, so I kind of had all the gear and some idea and. Yeah, now I uh, I do it all myself, which is fun. But it's nice because I have all the stuff I can help other people as well. So, like, if my friends are feeling a bit shit or learning wrong content, I'll just be like, right, come over here, bring some lingerie, I'll shoot you, I'll edit it, it'll all be fine. So it's nice Aww. to be able to do that as well. Oh, that's so, nice. Uh, yeah. If I ever get to the point where I don't want to do it anymore and for some reason my writing for the BBC hasn't taken off, which is never going to happen, but just in case... I could go into being behind the camera as well, which is nice. I have too many fingers and too many pies. That's my problem. Can you ever have too much going on, though? It's good to have, like, all the strings to the bow, isn't it, I think? Multi-talented. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Especially um, when you do it yourself as well, because you have control over your, like, content, don't you? I think when you enter too many people into it, that's when you lose a bit of control over it. Yeah. I have like, because I used to shoot for like magazines and stuff and I have received images back and just thought, oh, that's such lazy editing. Like, can you send me that image? And I'll just, because you've left a little thing, I've got like a smudge there and it's not been taken out or like I've clearly missed shaving my knee and you've left the hair on. So there's, <laughs> there's a little, <laughs> where I'm just like, oh, I wouldn't have missed that or oh, I would have edited it this way. And now it's like, I just don't work with other people. Clearly. Yeah. You don't like it. You like to have last say of everything, so just don't do it anymore. Yeah. And do you look at things differently, don't you? Like, I know when yeah. we, like, had things done and, you know, filmed bits and bobs, and I will notice, like, something and just think, oh, fucking hell, what's that? What's that now? Yeah, but it's stuff that you wouldn't notice on other people. Like, oh, yeah. I, I like, hate my eye bags, oh. but... I couldn't tell you if my mum had them because I don't look at her eye bags. Yeah. So why is it the thing I look at with me? Very odd. Yeah. Brains, man. 
scrutinise every pore on my face. But it is that you do that though, don't you? Even if someone takes a picture of you or like a group, like a family picture and you have a look, your eyes go straight to you and you're like, what's wrong with me in that picture? (laughs) Yeah. You don't ever look at anyone else. No. Just the way brains work are just like, I I did, um, I did like a diploma undergraduate thing in psychology and just the way brains work are so weird so weird i love it i love it though love a bit bit of psychology yeah yeah psychology and criminology oh love studying if everything else failed i'd go back and study that as well i did like a social sciences (laughs) and it was so much fun if you can succeed at one thing i mean you've obviously succeeded at stuff already but your next thing what would it be would it be the thing is that your yeah yeah I think like I've I had a meeting with the big bosses a couple of weeks ago and they were saying like how are you finding being in the building and how are you finding it all and it's very odd to kind of go into such a massive corporate space and feel like I'm kind of supposed to be there like as soon as I sit down in BBC studios and I start like I'm working on a script at the minute and it just feels like I'm supposed to be doing it it feels really really nice so um they've been very kind and said like oh do you feel like you found your calling I'm like yeah I think I have so you're gonna have to hire me after this placement like I'm really sorry but you you're gonna have to find a wage from somewhere because this is what I'm supposed to be doing now and I'm not giving them on your back so <laughs> <laughs> I work for you you, you don't work here anymore uh, yes I do <laughs> I think <laughs> in the staff room making yourself a coffee <laughs> They're just going to up and move the whole yeah. of the BBC <laughs> to a different place just so you can't get in. <laughs> Restraining order. There'll be a little picture behind the front desk saying, don't let <laughs> them <someone> in. <laughs> well, no, but be, they won't. They'll be absolutely mad not to just chuck a load of money at you. Yeah. Anyway, so this conversation. That's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I've, I've been very clear that no matter what I'm writing every show or film or short or anything will always include sex workers and I want to hire sex workers that like have a passion for videography or whatever I want to make sure that I'm bringing in sex workers to every aspect of the shows that I make so I think they are cautious but on board with it which feels nice well they like you know Mm. sex workers aren't just like massive records they're the business people oh we're not so yeah that's the thing that with having you there obviously once they've kind of seen you and worked with you they realize that sex workers are humans yeah yeah massively you know yeah in my like initial um like you could send over a paragraph thing and I've I put in there that I'm absolutely sick of sex workers either being a background character that gets assaulted or a criminal themselves or they're just a punchline to a joke like I'm I'm so fucking sick of it and I'd rather have either a sex worker be the protagonist of the show or the antagonist and have them be flawed in all aspects and not just be like there was a show called Adult Material that was really really good oh yeah that was really good yeah oh good because that just it was just such a it showed her in the work position and she's a family woman she's got kids and a partner and like, yes, we can be flawed too, but don't make that the only part of us and make it because we're a sex worker. Yeah. That's bullshit. Well, that's the thing. I know people that work in my banks who are absolutely fucked. 
So, I mean, it's like, it doesn't matter, does it? And I think it normalises sex work if you show that they're not, you never get to see the background where they go home to their kids and, like, their Mm -hmm. loving partners and things like that. Like, they just seem to think you live in, like, a crack den and you just, like, off your nut all the time. Yeah. It's hardly any crack in my den, No. (laughs) barely ever have crack in my den yeah no I mean I've got a den but there are no crack here exactly (laughs) oh yeah there is there's so much to it that people don't understand like even having a site even having like a profile on OnlyFans or Fansly there's so much admin that goes into it like I'm currently having one of the worst months I've had in ages and it's because I'm not doing the admin because I'm focusing on other things and there's so much that goes on behind it. And having websites like OnlyFans and Fansly has created such an immediate, um, I can't think of the word, but it's where the, the, your audience, your fans have, have access to you immediately. And if you aren't responding within an hour, they get pissed off and then they're going to ask for a refund because you're not talking to them immediately. Granted, that doesn't happen for all of them and that's not all fans and not all supporters, but there is a percentage of people that will get a charge back or ask for a refund because you haven't responded to them immediately or they yeah. signed up expecting to see this and you don't do that and now they're pissed off. And it's there's, there's so much um, customer service that goes into sex work that people just don't think about. It isn't just taking a photo of your tits and putting it on the internet and the people that do that don't make a lot of money. Yeah. Mad. It's just that the, you wouldn't ask any other people in any other profession if they felt empowered there's a really good scene in um alma's not normal where by sophie willen which is fantastic featuring jade adams love jade adams character in that show incredible but she was saying how you wouldn't go into a call center and ask if they were empowered by their job it's only sex workers where you go oh but not very feminist is it all right leave us mcdonald's chill out yeah, that pisses Neither me off. He was being a personal assistant to a man. Yeah. He was being free to a building full of men. I work for myself, a woman, sitting yeah. my own hours. The most yeah. feminist job, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we, um, we've, we spoke to someone else who um, had an OnlyFans account, um, and there's a lot of internal, like judgment as well we found because she was really really against being labeled as a sex worker mm-hmm. and we don't mean anything by the term sex worker other than yeah. you work in the sex industry yeah but yeah. that's all that's kind of meant by it but she was so offended by it she's like oh i'm not a sex worker i just take pictures and get money for it and we're like um so there's a little, have you ever come across that? Have you seen that sort of like, oh yeah, final, like judgment from? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, um, it's a, it's a well-known thing on sex worker Twitter that no one will get angrier at a sex worker than another sex worker for saying something they don't agree with. I mean, there's full service sex workers that get pissed off at online content creators for saying that they're sex workers. And then there's online content creators that are like, oh, I'm not a hooker. I'm not a full service sex worker. Like, yeah, but. You are a sex worker, though. There's a massive umbrella and anything that's in exchange for goods or money that's got a sexual connotation is sex work. 
you could be doing the admin for a porn site and you're a sex worker so it's it is always sex workers pardon would you class us as sex workers we've got a podcast about sex would that come under yeah yeah why not yeah sex workers so i'll take it yeah, yeah. Your podcast is literally sex with you guys. Yeah. So yeah, well, we said that when we were working in the shop that we it was you know it came under that umbrella of sex worker mm-hmm. even though we weren't actively having sex within it. Yeah, uh, well, some people were not not us, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were quite shocked that the other person that we'd interviewed was actually quite offended yeah. by the term sex worker. Yeah. Yeah, she actually made me delete a post because I'd put a hashtag sex worker. Oh, God. Yeah, so then after yeah, it's that... it's also I'll, confusing. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. thought... Sorry, I'm, we are currently... We are on the same speaking wavelength at the moment. <laughs> oh, sorry. Every time I got to speak, I'm talking. <laughs> so, Go on. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, the, 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 the judgment that comes with the job is it's just the stigma that's attached to it is such a fucking shame because it means that people like that feel ashamed of the job they're doing um and even when it's when it comes down to survival sex work whether you like it or not you're you're a sex worker and if you hate that term and you're not ready to get on board and fight for sex worker rights because sex worker rights are just normal people's working rights and we deserve the same rights as them then maybe you shouldn't be in the job Mind you, you say that though, but like, I really don't think Boris Johnson should be a politician because he does not have the best interests for this country at heart. So people that don't give a fuck about people probably shouldn't be in charge of people. There's dickheads in every job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's, we've had that quite a lot of people say that, haven't we? Yeah. Like when we spoke to other people from the LGBTQ, they're like, okay, well, just because they're um, a transgender woman doesn't mean that they don't have the potential to be an arsehole. They're not getting away with it because (laughs) of that reason. And it was like, who's that guy that um, is non-binary, the guy that's in Flash? What's his name? Not clear. Ezra Ezra Miller. Oh, my God. There you go. Oh, is that Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, didn't he get arrested and he was just like, I'm non-binary, don't touch me. You just think... Mm. You, you you just punch someone in you the face. You've a crime. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So Everybody this... has the propensity to be an absolute yeah. cunt. Yeah. But I think that's We're... where it's gone all a bit mad. Like, people are so scared of, like, offending other people that they're like, oh, I know this gay guy. He's a lo- lovely man. Lovely man. And you just think, what's that got oh. to do with him being gay? <laughs> Not lovely just because he's gay. Yeah, no, but because no, he is lovely because he's gay. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. All gay men are charming and funny and dress well and are lovely. Yes, and they're all sassy. Yeah. And they're all bottoms. And there's just like normal gay men just pottering about, living their lives. Oh, the gays. God. It's like anything though, like the um the character in the in-betweeners who's in a wheelchair and is an absolute dickhead to Will. Like just because you have like a little thing that yeah doesn't mean that you're not a massive dickhead yeah you don't get a pass yeah yeah not at all you get a tiny little bit more of a pass i think than if you're like a straight white man with me oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) but well all straight white men yeah no if it turns out you are actually a dickhead you're still not that's you're done (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. And they're all getting a lot sneakier lately. A lot of white men know that if they pretend to be a feminist, they'll get a lot farther in life. Oh, God, yeah. We're getting good at sniffing them out, though, aren't we? Oh, yeah, we've had a few, haven't we? I'm I'm a bigger feminist as as the next guy. Yeah, I've got daughters. Oh. Yes, I've got a mum. Yeah, it's so weird how they're feminists, like when they're trying to fuck you, and then as soon as you're like, oh, no, I don't think I want to have sex with you, they forget that they're feminists, don't they? Yes, uh, and then they fucking hate you because you don't want to have sex with them anymore. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're a bitch. Weird. Yeah. So you're yeah. all about choice and consent, just as long as I'm choosing to consent to you. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. I love how strong you are, but can you please let me get away with fucking everything? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Oh, nice. Other girls. Other nice. girls let me walk all over them. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Collecting up your nice guy points, are you? Thinking I'm going to fuck you just because you're a nice guy. Yeah. I've collected yeah. this many and now it's yeah. time to cash in. Look at all the times I haven't tried to fuck you. Look. She's <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. on me. <laughs> yeah. the time I thought we were going to get together in the end. Yeah. Really nice on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Well, we've been talking for a little bit over an hour now. Oh, God. We have, you know. Yeah. I'm going to go and um, test drive a car today, which is quite oh, exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Are you so scared? Um, yes, but I'm also highly medicated. So <laughs> that feeling will go in about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Took hour for another 20 minutes, and I should be numb as anything, which is great. <laughs> well, hopefully, you'll yeah. be able to drive. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Just, it just shuts my emotions off. It's fine. <laughs> Stay awake. I just can't feel anything. <laughs> That's what I like. It. Oh, well, I hope you like it. Me too. I hope so. Apparently it's failed its MRT because the horn has stopped working. So, uh, really? yeah. We'll get like a little handheld one. Just, we'll just shout <laughs> out and go, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one better. I'll just record me saying beep. And play it really loud. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck. Yes. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for so much. It was so great to have you on. You're so lovely. I'm, like, I'm shocked that Finley has been asleep this whole time because the past few podcasts I've been on, he's been the most attention-seeking little turd, and now he's just like, well, he knows us. He feels safe. He knows us. He yeah. loves us already. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's like, hello. What's that? Mm. Sex? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, though, right? He's actually, he's, he. I think he was neutered quite young. I rescued him when he was ten months, and he had like no scars or anything. And our, um, well, not our, their Jane's Saint Bernard puppy, who's now going through her first proper season, she's like bleeding and smells fishy, and it's disgusting. But this dog, out of fucking nowhere has learned how to hump and won't leave her alone. So he probably has heard the word sex. Yeah, and it's now like, me. I've just learned what this is. Are you going to give me tips? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get away from my oh, legs. You're going to need a few more nice guy points for that. Mm, only a few. Only a few. <laughs> Stop humping people. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh. Right, and on my dog humping people. Shall we? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations again. Oh. Thank you. you. Look at us winning in life, all of us. This is great. <laughs> Women. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sex workers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you should be invited to join the sex worker club. Well done. Congratulations. You're in. <laughs> I'm so happy about that. <laughs> <laughs>